And then the monkeys were awesome too, but they're, I don't know if I could say this on here, but they're, they're a little cunty. The monkeys are on a meme. Yeah, they suck. And they were cool. For some reason I walked up, I don't think you're necessarily supposed to feed them, but I didn't know that I had a coconut. And I walked off the boat just to like, oh, cool. And they all just sprinted, like swarmed up. And like, this is right when I got off the boat and they just like jumped on me. They grabbed my shorts and I was like, I guess I'm feeding the monkeys. Hey, everybody. And welcome to episode number 173 of the Chris Rose Rotation, a production of John Boy Media. And we want to welcome in a guy we haven't talked to in several months. He has literally been gallivanting about the globe. He is the one and only Tyler Glass now of your Tampa Bay Rays. Howdy. Welcome back stateside. Hello. <laughs> I know. It's been a long time. How are you? No. I, I've missed you. I know. It's been a long, long time. I miss doing these. These are fun. Oh. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, so when did you get back? Uh, the last thing I saw was you posting about Thailand, and I think we're going to spend like 98% of the episode on that. But when oh, did nice. you get back, and when did you go, and how long were you gone? Uh, they, I don't even remember when I got back. Like a week ago, I think. It was two weeks. I, was, I went to Istanbul first, Turkey, uh, for three days, and then a Thailand for 11. And? It was tight. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I went a couple years ago, a few years ago, and did like uh, like North Islands, kind of, like Koh Samui and Koh Tao, and then it's by like Chiang Mai, and then you fly into Bangkok, and then I went, this time we went Bangkok to Phuket to Ko... It's not called Kofifi, it's called Kopipi, but I feel weird saying it. So, <laughs> and then there, and then to Chiang Mai again, and then Bangkok and then back home. I have never been to that part of the world. For those of us that haven't, explain to us what it is. Uh, in what, Thailand? Yeah, but in, wherever you stopped. I mean, okay, so Istanbul... And Turkey is like on the European side of that, like the Bosphorus separates like Asia and Europe, I think. I'm probably fucking this up. I'm not good at ge like geography or anything <laughs> either. But yeah, Thailand's in Asia and it's uh, a cool, I don't know how else to say, I don't know. It's like really awesome islands and it's like super cheap and everyone's extremely nice and the food is phenomenal. And it's like, and you get like a really nice meal, like really good tasting meal for like $2 for like a hundred baht or like. 70 baht which is like 100 baht is three dollars essentially and just everything there is extremely cheap and it's awesome and, and again the best thing about it is how nice everyone is it's like a buddhist uh like everyone there's buddhist there's a lot of different religions but um i think because everyone's buddhist there's like they all are very like aware of karma so like the i think if you're in the u.s and you're driving and like someone cuts you off you're like fuck you but there it's like no karma like everyone just like stops and thinks it's a it's weird, like, especially when you're traveling a lot, like, sometimes when the days get long, like, flying, I kind of get into that, like, what I feel like I get, I don't know, like, I want to throw a little temper tantrum because I'm, like, cranky, and then, but everyone around you is in such a good mood that you're just like, I can't be a dick, like, it just makes you be a, like, a, like, not react so much to, like, being frustrated. That was my favorite part about it, anyway. Did you stay in just a regular hotel? We stayed in a bunch of hotels. We stayed, we want, so, like, we didn't, I'm not... Like, I don't like planning a uh, vacation outs, like, day by day. Like, I guess if there's a couple activities you want to do, you have to schedule them. But hotel-wise, we went, like, so when we first got to Turkey, we stayed at this one, like, Kim, like palace. And it was just, like, super historic and, like, awesome. But uh, it's not really what me and Megan were, like, trying to do. And it was just, like, this really nice, like, 
marble we're it's like a lot of rich history but we were just like all right whatever so we checked out of that the first night and then we went like downtown and stayed there for a night and we and uh we were there for two more nights and then when we got into thailand we had one, the first night booked and then we were like do you want to go somewhere else and then you go yeah and then like let's go check out this side of phuket it's like a 30 minute drive and then you stay there for two days and then you go to kofi b and then you just see a bunch of different hotels you don't maybe get like all of the options because it was high season there but you there's enough hotels to where you can stay at like awesome places last minute so um i saw you with several animals on your trip yeah how was that experience it was fun i like i think that's the best part about thailand too it's just there's so many animals everywhere like we went to that elephant thing and that was in some dude's backyard he's like yeah i just bought a bunch of elephants like it's just like a sanctuary and like they're getting rid of all the like forest land so it's like hard for them to it's like dying i guess it's just like tough for elephants to be elephants and so they like have this it's like a sanctuary and they had a bunch of elephants and then covid like ruined it and they had a baby a couple weeks ago but it got uh like herpes if i'm not mistaken and apparently okay, that, like, hold on. I, I swear it's, i don't know if it's like, Wait a second. We, we, i swear we've hit the point of the show where we're know. talking about elephant herpes so i know i was probably i'm probably saying that wrong but i swear he said herpes because i had the same reaction you did inside i was like interesting and then so i guess the, the adults can't get it but the, the babies can and so there was a baby and then it wasn't there so it was a little somber i think some of the people there because they like love those things so much but there was just those two and like a relatively small area and it was just cool like elephants are like have so much personality too and they're like smart and they like were they would like we'd feed them and then we would go back to where the food was and then get it and then like come around a different corner and then they would like grab you by the hand and like pull you to the food and be like go get more <laughs> like they're, it was crazy so that was super fun and then the monkeys were awesome too but they're I don't know if I could say this on here, but they're they're a little cunty. The monkeys are on me. Like, <laughs> yeah, they suck. And they were cool. For some reason, I walked up. I don't think you're necessarily supposed to feed them, but I didn't know that I had a coconut. And I walked off the boat just to like, oh, cool. And they all just sprinted, like swarmed up. And like, this is right when I got off the boat. And they just like jumped on me. They grabbed my shorts. And I was like, I guess I'm feeding the monkeys. Like, it was crazy. And then apparently, too, they were like, don't let them get close to you. Because you could get like uh what's the thing if they bite you you can get uh tetanus yeah it's like and every, all locals are like don't get close to him and I, I didn't even have a choice like i didn't i guess here it seems a bit like i'm kind of asking for it but like when i walked up i had no choice and i think once they started i was like all right this is how it's gonna go today like because they just kept following me around because they thought i had food and i did have food and then so yeah uh none of us got tetanus though which is cool and megan was just like laying on the ground and they were like scratching her hair and i was like megan like come on <laughs> like she's just like fearless but we're fine so that's good no no one has tetanus that i know of <laughs> i think i think we have to break down the monkey is this <laughs> okay piece by piece so hold on here a second so you brought with you the coconuts off, off the of boat like, so we took that long boat behind it so we yeah. took that from our hotel and we were on like a remote part of pp like or uh co pp i still can't say it i don't like it um so it's like when you go into uh co pp uh most of the hotels are here but we got one you had to take like a 20 minute private boat ride around to the other side and it was like in a, its own little exclusive area and it had its own little town as well and so we had to take a boat from there to all the different little islands so that one took so i brought some coconuts on there and then just to have like while we were on the boat and then so the coconut so yeah. the monkeys come and charge you yeah they're trying to 
pull down your shorts because they think that there's a banana in there. Yeah, right? maybe. Possibly. There was a lot of aggression there. They seemed they seemed it was either that or or something. They were definitely in search for food. But yeah, they just went up and like took it and like got all aggressive. But I think too, it was kind of weird because they're a lot smarter than you think. Like you could be like, stop, and they'd be like, All right, I get it. And like some of them just wanted to be like devious and like fuck with you. And then some of them were just like very if you kind of it was like a dog almost, like stop it. They'll just be like, All right, like fine and they'll just like sit there and then if you like sit down and like kind of match the energy like calm down they're like all right and then they'll just like sit there it was really insane and they were smart too because i would have like a full orange or whatever i had i had like uh tangerines as well and i would like hide it so i like piece by piece and then i would when it was done i had like pretended like i didn't have it anymore and they were just like i'm not an idiot like they weren't like clawing at my hand they were like i know you don't have food they're not they're just like really intelligent it was super weird so you couldn't really fool them or like do the whole like throw it thing because they just look at you like what like i know what's going on here so that I was thought the most that, yeah i thought that monkeys could rip your face off that they're strong enough to like do crazy yeah not those shit ones those ones are, are tiny but like i'm sure like orangutans or like gorillas or any sort even mon- or like uh baboons too are small but they're super strong but these ones are tiny these are like very small and okay. i'm glad they didn't what rip did- my face off so i imagine you pet the elephant and everything i want to go back to the yeah. elephants here yeah, you like bathe them. It, it was actually a kind of hard work. It was like a 30 minutes of like, and I was tall. We did that for a long time. They, they were like really dirty in the beginning. And so you just like scrape them with the stuff. Their skin's like super leathery. And there's like a, like a waterfall shower thing going on. And then you go, so we fed them and then you do that. And then you go into like an actual like pool of water and they like submerge themselves. And then they like play and do stuff in the water. It was like a total of like two, three hours, two hours, I think. Was it amazing? It was awesome. It was super fun. It was like, I thought I like vacations like that where you're like bopping around doing a lot of stuff. Like it's cool to just like, we had moments too where you just like chilled at the hotel, but for the most part, we were always like on the move. So it was awesome. It was really fun. Okay. Do you um, like, I know you're such an active guy. Did you hike? I can't imagine you hit a weight room. I mean, no, we, I, we, I did my normal off season workout the whole time. I brought weighted balls. I did like the whole thing. I threw Are you serious. Yeah. Yeah. That's the best part about like traveling. It's I don't, I think if I were to go and like not do my stuff, I, I wouldn't have fun. I would just be a little stressed out, like thinking I'm not like staying with it, but I made sure like all the hotels we stayed at had gyms. And so we would just wake up in the morning and Megan's like super addicted to working out too. So it's like super easy. Like we both were like, if we work out in the morning too, it just makes your whole day like better. So we would just wake up in the morning and then work out. And then I would find a, 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 structural wall that I could throw my weighted balls against. And then we would go do our stuff. And the time change was so different. Like when we first got in to Istanbul, we were waking up at like four 30. So we were just like, all right, what if we just go work out and then wait for stuff to open. And then as we got adjusted, we just like kept doing that. Did you have a chance to explain to anybody what you do for a living? No, I try, I tried to avoid it and they don't care either. That's why it's cool going to Thailand. Like I remember walking around with like a baseball gun. They're just like, I don't know. I don't get it. And like, especially walking around different uh, cities and stuff. And I, I have a friend who lives in Chiang Mai and stuff. And like, no one, no one asked. And like, no one really, yeah, I, a couple, maybe like some of them were like, what do you do? And I said, I play baseball. And they were like, okay, <laughs> no one gets that. It's like a thing. Cause it's like in Thailand, there's no baseball. So like, oh, it's basically being like, if I went somewhere and, the, and someone was like, oh, yeah, I play like I, I Quidditch or like or not Quidditch, like cricket. I'd be like, oh, that's cool. But it's like, I don't know. I'm like, I just leave it at that. Like, I don't have any questions. Are you a, a giant over there? 
Yeah, I was pretty large compared to to most people. Yeah. And the more like away you get from downtown cities, like the outskirts of towns in Thailand, they're like, that's when you start getting like the, that's weird. Like kind of the strange looks, but for the most part, everyone was just like, no, it's normal. Any interesting travel um, stories? I don't know. Um, as far as what? Just like something that stands out? No, I don't know. It was more I just... Know. I thought... Uh, I think... Tur- I, I guess not stories, but like how different like Turkey was was pretty insane. Like culturally, like day-to-day stuff was just so much... It was just different. It's just like... It's like a 95% Muslim country too, so it's obviously different from the United States. And just like seeing that was awesome. And like how everyone's like very... I don't know. People just like wake up and then like fish and like they get their own stuff. And like, it's clearly like, because it's kind of touristy because it's by the Bosphorus, like there's like the locals have their own type of city and they operate under their own, like they have all their own prices and like tourists have their own prices. And Mm. it's just like all the wages, especially places you go, like no one makes any money, but it's also very cheap to live and very cheap to eat. So everyone's just kind of like, it seems, especially in Thailand, everyone's just on the same page. Like you like work but no one's really like hustling and like not hustling and bustling but it's not about like making a bunch of money everyone just like yeah i do this i make like a livable amount of money and i hang out with my friends so everyone just like it's kind of awesome it is really really cool fascinating yeah uh what is next on your uh passport how how would you like to fill it um i don't know i want to go i think i'll I'll go to tokyo next year i want to go anyway my agent has like he's been a couple times because he has some clients or like some players out there and then ted actually my brother ted and his wife um carly we're in yeah <laughs> yes carly we're in tokyo when i was in thailand so we were trying to like orchestrate it to where we'd all see each other but it ended up just not working out like we were leaving as they were showing up but they were in tokyo for like a week while i was in thailand and they said it was awesome and so i want to go to tokyo probably next maybe japan would, all, would be sick yeah i'm sure yeah a lot of family that's been to the far east i have not yet yeah, I want to come point. Hey, I know that it's the middle of January, but if you check the calendar, Valentine's Day is right around the corner. So are you going to get your flowers? Are you going to get those dinner reservations? Are you going away for the weekend? And most importantly, what are you doing at the end of the evening? Because some people say Valentine's Day is the sexiest day of the year. But are you ready? Are you Roman ready for sex? Because a strong sex life can deepen your feelings of intimacy with your partner and lead to increased happiness. So when it is go time, and I'm telling you guys, when it is go time, you want to be ready. Roman addresses a variety of sexual health needs for men out there. In fact, Roman offers genuine medication that helps achieve and maintain a strong erection. Roman also offers discreet wipes that help you last not one, not two, not three, but four times longer in bed. Treating low testosterone can help you revive your sex drive, and Roman has testosterone testing and treatment for all out there. And here's the best deal yet with Roman. Everything is done online. There's no waiting rooms. You don't have to go to a doctor. Hey, Chris, are you around? Be sitting there going, I don't want to deal with this. Instead, it's all done online. Roman sends everything right to your door with free shipping in discreet packaging. So to get ready, and I'm talking Roman ready, for better sex this Valentine's Day, go to ro.co slash John Boy. You're going to get 20% off your entire first order. Do it by February 8th for guaranteed shipping in time for the big day. That is ro.co slash John Boy. Enjoy. 
Did your mom tell you that I wished her a happy birthday? No, she didn't tell me. On what? Yeah. Like a like a I texted her. Oh, nice. No, yeah. she didn't mention it. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> okay. I'll have to I'll have to say. Or maybe she did. Maybe we were on the phone and I was like driving and I'm... it's okay. It's not that big a deal. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm not hurt. Yeah. I'm not hurt. All right, okay. That's good. Maybe next year she'll remember. All I care is that she had a, a lovely birthday. I think she had a great time. Good. Uh so were you here for Christmas? Uh no, I was in Istanbul for Christmas. Okay. What did you exchange gifts? Did you get no. any gifts? Did you give no. any gifts? Nothing. No. Nothing. No. I we like our whole family too is like pretty big and like I think we always too before would be like, how about this Christmas we don't give each other gifts? Because we just were not like a gift giving, like we always would, obviously, growing up, but like my mom's a great gift giver, but she's the only one in the family that like maybe enjoys doing it. But like I think the mm. biggest gift for our family is like, let's not do that. <laughs> like last year we did, but then this year we were all traveling. So it was like, no, it's just not. Um and there was some stuff. Yeah, no, not really. Okay. Yeah. Small yeah, stuff. I'm usually not a I'm usually not a big like I'm a big gift giver, right? And especially yeah. when you're dad, you get two sons that are 22 sure. and 17, and mm-hmm. you have nieces and grandnieces and all sorts of stuff that you need mm-hmm. to take care of. I will say, I did get a great gift this year that I will show off. I yes. put them on my Instagram, but I'll show them to you. Okay. I got a pair of oh, nice. custom Jordans. Oh, sick. With the rose rotation. Oh, nice, nice. Baseball today. Here's there's me. <laughs> Nice. I'll give you one guess who got these for me. Oh, I was just about to ask you. Um, I'm not going to say a family member because it's got all the the rose stuff. Is it? Is I'm going to say Jake, producer Rob. Oh wow, good for you. That's nice. What a Robbie. good producer. That's come on, cool. pop on. Nice. Yeah, I mean, that's what really do you cool. get the guy that's that like has everything? You know, you got to right. get him something custom, <laughs> something cool. Yeah, he's getting nice. into Jordans. I figured, why not? It's awesome. That's the yeah. move. That's cool. It's like got the custom thing to it too. It's like there's some thought that goes into it. Yeah. that's good. I'm such a sh- terrible gift giver, so that's a nice like. And I'm usually so job. behind too. So it was like October. I thought of it, and then I just like hit up the guy. I was like, "I'm doing this, Dunzo. You know, getting yeah. locked in." And That's then cool. it was it was still late. I didn't. I still didn't get it before Christmas. But. Yeah, I mean, it's a rough time. There's so many people trying to get custom shoes. Who'd you do it through? Was it uh like the custom kicker or whatever? What's the name? Uh, we we got a this kid here, um, Anthony Deluccia, I believe is. Oh, I is. think I've seen. I think I've seen some stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's done nice. like judges cleats once in a while or something like that, and uh, cool. he did some custom stuff for John Boy for uh, some of our guys here. Well, so if we had to get nice. you um, custom cleats, what size shoe would we have to get? Ooh. For me? Yeah. Size sixteen. Bam! Look at that. What a memory. Look at that. Nice. Sixteen. Yeah. Large. Yeah. Very large. <laughs> well, I've got. My oldest son has a size 15, so I understand it's nice. He probably wears the same, like some companies 15 is like 16, and then some companies 16 is like 15. It's like a you know I what think he does 13, do? they just stop trying that hard. What he doesn't throw a hundred. He could. You don't know, he's young. <laughs> he's 22. He ain't getting to a hundred. Unless uh, yeah, you time be... his two pitches together, then we can <laughs> then it's a hundred. Double the size of mine. There you go. Nice. You're size eight. <laughs> Eight, eight and a half. Yep. All right, Robbie, we got to say goodbye to you. We can't take that anymore. (laughs) 
I wish I had smaller feet though. I could actually wear those shoes. Like that's the thing. I don't have any like shoe game because I don't have shoes that fit me. There's a very limited like selection you can go for. Okay. Yeah. Isn't it nice? We're um we're at a time we're taping this on a Friday, and I see all these arbitration numbers coming out with people that are agreeing to deal. How nice is it that you don't have to deal with that shit? Yeah, it's it's probably it's just good to probably not have to like be by your phone at all times, like not having to like always be there for a call. It was kind of exciting, honestly, when when it did go down because I never had to go to actual arbitration. And then like there's something exciting about like the back and forth and like seeing how my agent works and then seeing there. And I also did it with the Rays, who's like probably the most like wholesome group to do it with. Like they're very like straightforward and there's not a bunch of like, I don't know, there's not like they kind of they're pretty notorious for maybe not going to arbitration cases. I think I've only on the years I've been here, I think it's been like one or two, or maybe. Three. Yeah, it's very low. Yeah. So, yeah. And I don't know how those cases go, but it was never too stressful, but I'm sure on other teams it could be. You know, it was weird. I saw your name again in trade rumors in the off season. Did you even see that? Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think it was going to happen. I talked to Eric too before, like the deal and stuff. I feel like this year was pretty certain I wasn't going to get traded. Uh, I don't know about like other years, but we'll see. I saw some stuff, but I think that's inevitable. I think like, it's just, it's just for like, the Twitter sphere to talk about and just like, it's just entertaining and it's like hypothetical trades. And then it's like people calling. And I think that's probably standard. I think it's nice that if people are calling, it's like, cool. Some people like me, I guess I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Well, we know that, but now, now I, I looked at your rotation and I think we had put it out uh, from our talking Yanks handle. They're going through the, the rotations of all the teams in the AL East that the Yankees yeah. will have to compete with. And yours was up there, and I was like, "That's a pretty good rotation." Very, I think it's probably one of the best ones we've had since I've been here for sure. Like that, even to people that like, I feel like people because I guess the Tampa market, but like Raz and Springs especially. I feel like not a lot of people talk about Springs, but if you go look at his he's numbers, really like, good. God, he's so good. He's really, really good. Um, and he was our number three starter in the playoffs. Like he was going to throw that third game in the wild. Yes, he card. was. So. He's when I watch him pitch, I'm like, that's he's progressed like an insane amount. And he was always good in the bullpen, but when he started to be a starter and like get in that routine, I've been like very impressed with him. Um, so you guys have said goodbye to several dudes who have been, you know, big time in your clubhouse, right? Kiermeyer, yeah. we yeah. knew that he probably wasn't coming back. He's up in yeah. Toronto, so you'll see him 13 <clears throat> times a year. I know. G Man Choi is gone. Yeah. Mike Zanino is gone. Mm-hmm. How do you handle all that stuff? Did you reach out to him? Do you say goodbye? Did, or is you just, I'll see you next summer when we play you? Uh, they'll talk. Like, I've texted KK, texted Z, texted G-Man, like, talked to him about Pittsburgh and stuff. Um, yeah, you keep up with people. And, like, I knew when Zanino was, like, talking to other teams, kind of asking, like, where are you going to go if there's potential to come back to the Rays? Because I wanted that, like he's a very good catcher and he's very awesome to throw to as well. Like he's very, he's like a very comfortable target. Cause he's like ginormous. So like that for me personally, I love throwing him and he's just great at being a catcher and cares a lot and commands games. Well. So like I stayed in touch with everyone and then um, I'm sure as season goes on, like you don't talk as much when season starts, but it's just good to see that everyone has like jobs. I guess that's a way to, it sucks when they're not on your team anymore when you get like familiar, but I think when you play baseball, and like, I guess for the Rays as well, like you kind of, I've been like conditioned to like, not to not be emotionally attached, but it's like someone I like is probably getting traded. So like, 
you know it's gonna happen you always like with the phones and stuff now like you can stay in touch with whoever and like you're gonna see them in season and like at least they have a job you know if like all of them got like released it'd be like Ugh. but they're all still playing and getting paid money to play a game so um how much did you pay attention or how much have you paid attention to free agency and what's gone on with whether it was judge at the time or most recently Correa or Trey Turner moving from one coast to another or Xander Bogart's doing this like give an interest in any, any of that yeah I think like an average amount like not enough to like do any research but like when I feel things when I see the news like when I see people sign stuff I think too just for the state of baseball like it's good seeing like the amount of free agents that are signing and like the the numbers are high so I guess it's good like shows the trajectory of baseball and like it's good when people sign because a few years ago like there was that shortage and like not a lot of free agents were signing and it was all this like I think in what 2016 or 15 and stuff like that so it's just nice to see the market move and like it helps when the free agents are like really really good but I was definitely involved like when I saw if I think it's inevitable too when you go on your phone and like the stuff you interact with is like some baseball stuff so that's like all that stuff pops up and I see it but I don't know if I don't really like track it or follow it but like if it is on my phone I see it and I'm like oh nice for those seven minutes that we thought arson judge was a San Francisco <laughs> yeah, giant that was I saw that too that was funny I'm not gonna lie I saw that tweet and it's not a big deal but like I felt like bad for him like just that how many people talk shit on just the typo like do, do you think he sent that tweet Heyman right it was Heyman yeah do you think he sends a tweet and then like that happens and like do you think how like you go to bed at night and you're like fuck like you just get that like overwhelming like cloud of anxiety do you think I bet that was pretty gnarly for him that has I, to be <laughs> yes yeah that sucks. yeah that one's gonna that one's gonna live for a while arson treat arson uh judge yeah yeah that's all right. I mean, I see it everywhere still. So like that's, that's, yeah, I guess too, in the grand scheme of things, really not a big deal. So it's not no. like, yeah, but it's just, it's very funny. <laughs> this is like the wrong information too. I think that's just, that's it's, kind it's, of the bigger deal. That's kind of, because if it had said arson, uh, Andre or Aaron, the whole thing that people will remember is that for seven minutes, he was a San Francisco giant. Yeah. At that point where you're like, that's good. Yeah, I know that you've competed against him since the minor leagues, and you had, you guys have a nice battle going. But yeah, did you have a feeling either way? Were you like, "Wow, that's exciting. He's going to be gone," or were you like, "Oh, okay, he's still a Yankee." I I think it's more about like, I guess the competition stuff. I I assumed he was going to go to San Francisco, and I I don't know why. I don't have any insider information, but he's like from there. Hot, kind of hard playing for the Yankees that long, especially at the end of the year when they booed him at home. It was like, ugh. like this guy just hit 70, however, what was it? 73 homers? 62. Oh, what did I say? 73. Oh, yeah, 62. That was the other record. 62 yeah. homers, and he gets like booed in the uh, that was weird. I was at the game and I was like, that's that's a strange thing to do in New York. But I guess it's just like the standard there. But he handles it extremely well. And I think it's hard to turn that down. But I thought for sure it would be like he'd go to San Francisco. Hey, you guys! The NFL playoff action continues, and we're one step closer to Super Bowl 57. And for the NFL divisional round, check out DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all new and, 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 
Existing customers can take a shot and even bigger payout with DraftKings SGPs or stepped up same game parlays. Boost your NFL winnings with each leg you add up to 100%. It just makes sense. The NFL, the wild card round was awesome. I loved it. I took touchdown parlays on each team. So that way, whoever wins, it doesn't matter. I win too because they both guys scored. It was great. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code ROSE. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL divisional round and get $200 in free bets if instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code ROSE. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Now back to the show. I want to ask you something. Um, you're always honest, and and I and our viewers and our listeners really appreciate that. Um, you know Trevor Bauer I imagine a little bit at least from growing up in the same area, correct? Yeah, I had more interactions with him probably after high school because he was a junior when I was a freshman and he graduated his junior year. So I never okay. really got to talk to him in high school. I don't think we need to get into the particulars here because, you know, first of all, let's put this out there. He was never charged with anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are still several lawsuits pending from his angle in terms of defamation cases and things of mm-hmm. that nature. But we know that there is a lot surrounding him. If your team is interested in bringing a guy like him in, does management owe it to players to talk to you guys about your concerns or your openness or anything else? Or is it employee, employer, and that's it? I think, like, I guess it would be nice. I think at the end of the day, like, the guy like the owner slash management of the team can do whatever they want. Like it's not, you know what I mean? Maybe they can they can talk, but I think that there's a theme in baseball that we're like, I think it's happened time and time again of like I don't know. I don't I don't think that like I would expect it. If someone say like I was on like they signed him, I wouldn't expect them to call players and ask, like, what do you think? What do you that? Maybe like some texts or something before, but not maybe like this huge formal thing. I think. People have their like calculations of his value and this and that. And like it's kind of up to to management as well. And I think you're always gonna if you ask, if you bring that into question, if you start to ask players and you ask all 25 players, you're gonna get 13 different answers, 12 different answers. Like it just adds more confusion. It's where like, and I think certain people will probably avoid even giving an opinion on it. Like you're gonna have some people that want it, some people that don't. I just think it I think I don't know. It depends on how calculated the team is off of like how big is it PR wise? How big is it? The guy's a really good pitcher. Like I think it's it's about like jumbling that all together. And I don't ha- know really. Like I didn't follow that very like closely. Like I saw right. a little stuff here, a little stuff there. And the only way I judge Trevor was from like my interactions with him. And I've always had fine interactions with him. Like I've like I think as far as pitching goes, he's very smart. You know, like. I think he does that stuff, all the content stuff online. And like, I've only talked to him like a handful of times, but every time I've had conversations with him, I've been like, right. Nice. It, like, <laughs> I get it. And yeah. um, I respect that, that you, you know, you haven't kind of done a deep dive into what has happened. Uh, let me ask you this. And once again, we're, we're using Trevor Bowers, the jumping off point for it more than anything. Mm-hmm. Can you be teammates with people you don't like and respect. And once again, I am not saying that people don't like Trevor Bauer. There might be some people that do like him, some people that don't like him, some people that respect him, some people that don't. I'm asking you, 
can you be teammates? Is it possible? Because us as fans, I think we have a hard time putting ourselves in your shoes. Yeah. I Yeah, I think uh, absolutely. I think that's an issue too. You think of like, other sports as well too. Like, like you're not going to get along with every single person that you play with. But I think there has, has to be a mutual respect. Like there just has to be like, okay, maybe I don't like you. But if we're both here together and like we are trying to like achieve a common goal. Like if you, if what you're doing is taking away from the team and like fucking up the chemistry, then that's one thing. But if I don't like you, but you're also you're out here grinding, trying to like win baseball games. I could give two shits if I like you. Like I don't love every single person I've ever played with, but like the team is big enough and the atmosphere is big enough to where you both just kind of give your like a head nod. Like, let's not screw this up for anyone else. Like maybe we don't like each other, but like, let's try to win. That's the ultimate goal. Like it's not the the point of baseball isn't to to like make a bunch of friends. It's nice, but like you're you're ultimately doing it to win a hundred or to win as many games as you can to put yourself in a position to win in the playoffs. Like, I think, I don't know, it's gotten away from that a little bit, probably for good and for bad. But I think if this was like, I really think if this was 10 years ago, I think that he'd have like 10 offers, honestly. Like, if I'm being honest, I think it's like within the times things have changed. But in that situation, like, he's a he's a good pitcher. And I guess it's not like technically about that question, but your question meaning like, yeah, I think, that happens a lot. There's a lot of teams now where people don't like each other. Like I'm sure players hate each other, but like at the end of the day, like you're a professional and that's what it is. Like you probably don't, maybe it's different now, but I'm sure the jobs you've had, you've probably hated some of your coworkers, but yeah. you just carry on. Like you just, you don't let those people affect the way you do your business. They do their business and then you, you do what you got to do. Yeah. I suppose the, the big difference is, is that most of us in our line of work do not travel as extensively and are around, you guys are around each other every day. Right. February on almost. Yeah. There are there are brief respites. And yeah, I mean, it, your home games are like our nine to five jobs. It's just you're skewed a little bit. You show up at one, you go home at 10 or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the road, it's different. It's just totally different. And, yeah. True. Yeah. I, but I also think like <clears throat> on the road, you're kind of a, away from each other more in a sense. Like you take a later <laughs> bus to the field. And then you're at the field and like, you're also doing like your, I guess for a pitcher, especially like I'm not around. It's like, if you're a position player or whatever, you're around your group, you do your early work, you go out, you do your BP, you do everything like amongst one another. So it's probably a bit more um, around most people. But like, I think as a pitcher, like, especially a starter, like I go into the field and I have my stuff mapped out to where like, it's very, it's individual, you know? And then you're out there for shag, you're out there for the game, you're out there for this, but like, I think the clubhouses are big enough and it's a big enough space. And like, there's so many other things that you could be like focusing on like pre-game wise to where like, if you really don't want to be around someone, like it's pretty easy <laughs> unless it's like, I don't know what infielders, like how their day is constructed, but at the same right. time, you're just taking Like if it's two third basemen, like you're around each other for what? 30 minutes. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? Close yeah. it up. I appreciate it. One last thing before we let you go um, and go back to hanging out with elephants and monkeys or whatever you've brought home with you. Uh, did anybody ask you to pitch for Team USA? I talked to DeRosa in the airport when I was in AAA, like when I was coming up uh, for rehab starts and I was in Gwinnett and I was flying back to Indy or I don't even remember. I was flying so many flights. You went through I was Atlanta? Going to, I was, yeah, through Atlanta. So we were in Gwinnett. And I was walking through the airport 
And I like looked around and I like looked back and I saw him and I gave him like a goofy smile. And then he saw me up towards the security line and just mentioned like, God, oh, TMU. So I don't know if it was like small talk or like a, like an, a, an offer, but I, I was like coming off of Tommy John. I was like, probably right. not. And I asked too, like I asked Eric, I was like, just hypothetically, like, what do you think? And I, he was more like, I kind of like would rather you not. And I was like, yeah, I don't think I would do it either. Just from like the amount of innings I have thrown and like having that injury be such a thing for so long. Yeah. To where now that it's fixed, it's like maybe I'll do it the next time around. But I don't. I think within the inning limit as well. Like I'd rather you got to save those innings for the season. Yes, you do. Yeah. I imagine the D row is probably like Tyler. <laughs> we're going to have a great team. <laughs> it would be awesome. That's probably like, it was kind of close. It was a little bit more. Or more fast paced, more small talky, but I, I really like deep down would love to, if like a hypothetical, like if I didn't have to worry about my arm and worry about the inning limit and stuff like that's such a no brainer. I want to do that so bad. That looks very fun. It is. I tell you this, I love it as a fan. One yes. of them, I mean, it was great having the finals out here in LA the last time this place was buzzing. Yeah. It was cool. I bet. What are the ratings like with that? Like how many people watch that? Well, I feel like it's- each year it's growing by a lot. I think this year, now that it's going to be on Fox and Fox Sports 1, I bet you the ratings will be pretty decent. And I the really teams do. are stacked. So many people. Is that how it is every year? I don't remember. Like this year, it's like U.S. and Dominican especially. It's so many players. It's like yeah. all of the best players are in the league. I know. I don't we were going to have Trout and Harper on that team too if Harper hadn't had surgery. Oh, yeah. He's not. Oh, yeah. That sucks. I, and that's another thing too I see online that gives me like a – like it's really cool when people agree to play. And you see it, it like gives you a little like, oh, like wow. Because I like the Dominican team right now is just stacked. And the American I know team it is nasty too. So it's like there is that like competition aspect. And it's funny oh. too, because like we're all teammates, but it's like, yeah, at the end of the day, it's like, I want to I want the USA to win. <laughs> hey, I t- I've said for years that the major league baseball all-star game should be America versus the world. Yeah. I think that would awesome. I mean, I think we'd get absolutely boat raced. Like that's <laughs> U.S. Really? versus the world, yeah, dude. The Dominican, dude, half the league is Dominican, and then you got Venezuela, and then you got Puerto Rico, and then you have whatever. All... Yeah, exactly. Japan, and you have all these other like we would get boat raced. Like, I just think, what is the ratio? Do we have the data on that? Of like how well, many? I believe last year, um, a third of the league was Latin American. A third, really? Dominican, more Venezuelan. No, I think it was. I think it was a third. Really. I think. Okay. But but it might be it might be more. It might be closer to 40% now. Yeah, maybe. Or just including everyone internationally, but there's not that many like Japanese, Korean, like right. There's not that players. many. Yeah. No. Throw in a hmm. couple of Aussies. Oh yeah, yeah, true. I think that would be I guess that makes sense then. That's cool. I just think because the 30% of the Dominicans are just like maybe because it's not so localized, like the talent that comes from there, it's like a very top cream 30%. Uh, no. uh, Robbie Shiraco, shoemaker Robbie says, uh, 28% last year. Surprise. Wow, that's not that much. Maybe your idea is a good idea then. Why does it seem like the Dominican team is just like every good because they're so good? Yeah, and I'm sure too, it's like they're all from the Dominican. It's like maybe like they can recruit easier and just be like, let's just win this whole thing. Who won it last year? U.S. or not last year when it happened last time, USA, right? Yeah, the USA won, a, won out here. Yeah, it was really cool. That was cool. That was fun. Nice. All right. Um, when do you head to camp? I don't know. When do I head Perfect. to camp? I think it's like the 15th or 16th. I think our first game or the first. No, we're a week early, though. 
I think it's the 16th. I'm living with McClanahan though. So, oh, yeah, we're gonna have, I think it's a two and a half, three weeks, and then back in St. Pete because we can't uh go to Port right. Charlotte. So, we only have, it's at Orlando for two and a half weeks, three weeks, and then we're back in St. Pete. I think it'd be earlier too, but we have like a gymnastics thing on the St. Pete. Oh, on the field, do you get to compete? No, I wish that sucks. God, you'd be tall. great. You know where you'd be great. On the ring. Oh, no, no. you're probably too long. No, I'd be terrible at all. I did gymnastics when I was little. I was decent. And then I was tall, and then I had to stop. So my mom did. So I, I like did it a little bit, but I'm not I'm not good at it. Too tall. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, uh, it was good catching up. We'll do this again during spring training. Maybe McClanahan will drop by for a little wave, a little drive-by. Oh, yeah. There you go. Nice. Good idea. Okay. Tell yeah. your family hi. And um, that's that. All right. Sweet. This was good. I... I love hearing about your um your monkey business. Yep, yep. And don't ever bring coconuts to the to Monkey yeah. Island ever again. Exactly. That. That's the lesson learned. Or just do it and don't get bit or bitten. Bite bit. Don't get bitten. Don't get bit. Bit. That's the word we're looking for. You don't get bit. bit. No, it's bit, right? <laughs> don't get bit by monkeys. Then that's how we'll close it out. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, for our one-of-a-kind producer, the awesome shoemaking Robbie Scirocco, and Tyler Glass now, the man who travels the world every offseason. I am Chris Rose. We will see you next time here on the Chris Rose Rotation, a production of John Boy Media. If you like what you're hearing and seeing here on the Chris Rose Rotation or on Baseball Today or anything else that we have on the JM Baseball YouTube channel, we want you to like it. We want you to subscribe to it. So give me the old thumbs up. Hit the subscribe button. Once again, you're not paying for a subscription. It just means that you're going to get alerts and everything when all these programs come to fruition.